0: Welcome to the Brand Led Podcast. We're your hosts Kane Baker
1: and Lisa D'Andrea.
0: Co-founders of the branding studio Baker Creative.
1: We're on a mission to help you gain clarity in your brand and fulfilment in your work life. From strategy to visuals and beyond, we're arming you with bite-sized branding insights to help you build and grow a brand-led business.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brand Led, where we share practical branding tips to help service-based businesses attract high-value customers. And today, Lisa and I will be talking website costs.
1: Yes. Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> and uh, yeah, specifically, we'll be outlining you know some of the expenses that you might not have thought about and mm. costs that can really sneak up on you if you've never built a website before and you just don't know the, you know, the, the little bits and pieces that kind of go into it.
0: Yes, and look, it doesn't really matter whether you're building your own website or if you're hiring a professional to do it for you. At the end of the day, your website's going to cost you time and it's going to cost you money. Yes. Um, How much is this (laughs) relative to what you're building or who you hire?
1: Yes, exactly. So, first of all, I thought we could start by breaking down, you know, some of the different components and elements that a website consists of. And then hopefully by the end of the episode, everyone's going to have a really good idea of, you know, how much to put aside for their website mm-hmm. and maybe the cost that they just need to keep in the back of their mind, you know, keep a little kitty aside to, to pay for the extra bits and pieces. <laughs> yes.
0: yes. So maybe, um, did you want to kick it off?
1: Yes, absolutely. So let's start off with the big the big bit that most people think of when they think about building a website. The most
0: obvious, yes. Yes.
1: That's website design and development, right? So... The cheaper option here is starting your build with a pre-made design template. And that's one that's already been built. It has a pre-built layout that you can really tweak and customize. Uh, so depending on the template that you choose, it can cost anywhere between, I know that some of them are free. Some of them are you know around $30 and some of them you know go up to $500 or maybe more depending on where you get it from. And uh, you can either make design changes yourself on these templates or you can hire a website designer to apply your visual identity throughout the website template for you.
0: Yes, and the other option is to create something custom, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, here you can hire a website designer um, that's going to design and develop unique layouts to suit your content. So there's obviously going to be a bit more time involved, so there's more of a cost there. Um, And web design usually doesn't, you know, include branding, so keep that in mind. Choosing, you know, choosing those core brand colors or choosing fonts or designing a logo, if you don't have those elements sorted yet, um, your designer will need to take a step back Um, And identify those pieces first.
1: Yes. So that's website design and development. A couple of different options there. Mm. On the cheaper side, we've got templates that you can, you know, customize yourself or get someone to customize. And on the, I suppose, more premium end, you've got something completely custom to your business that completely, yeah, is unique to your brand. And it's probably a little bit more. Okay. Number two is imagery. So let's talk about all the imagery that goes into your website. And here I'm, you know, kind of lumping in photos, videos, graphics, icons. Uh, So again, you can license or buy pre-made assets. So things like stock photos or stock icons. And, you know, some of these are free and some of them are paid uh, depending on where you go. Uh, You can also, you know, shoot your own photos um, or you can pay a professional to shoot or create these assets for you. So Mm. this might mean, you know, hiring a photographer or a videographer or a designer, um, you know, a specialist in creating icons. You know, there's Mm. um, a whole breadth of, of different people who can support you here.
0: Yes, and the downside of using stock photography or video is that often it can look a little bit generic or cheesy. Yeah. Um, and, and often you're also sourcing photos from a num- number of different places, which means that the lighting, you know, the color balance and environment is going to change in every picture. So you've got to be really selective with what you're choosing and which again, it can make your imagery overall look a little bit disjointed and inconsistent. So that's something to keep in mind.
1: Yeah, Kane's a, um, a stickler for picking the right <laughs> right images. He sometimes, you know, hey, it's us.
0: important. It's important.
1: I'll help him pick like a, a, a bank of photos, and he's like, none of these. None of these are.
0: Accurate. One out of fifty. Well done. <laughs>
1: um, and you know, you, he's, he doesn't like sun flares or anything like that in his photos either. So. <laughs> He's a a bit of a perfectionist, but that's a good thing because, you know, when you look at everything together, you're like, oh, these all match and, you know, they're colour balanced, right? And all those sorts of things. So there is quite an art to choosing photos and colour balancing them so they look like they belong together. And, you know, often I think just for the time and the money and the effort spent sourcing the perfect stock photos, you're actually better off doing a custom shoot with a photographer. (laughs)
0: It's funny, isn't it? I mean, I think, you know, customers they want that authenticity mm. and they want to see you know what your what the brand experience is like and who the people are behind the business yeah. so that's you know the benefit of actually shooting your own photos as well
1: yeah i know lots of people don't like being behind the camera sorry not behind the camera in front of the yeah, camera in front, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah it that can make a huge difference so i suppose the the costs here are potentially licensing costs um mm. You know, licensing a photo can cost, I don't know, hundreds of dollars. It can be $30, depends on the size and and where you get the photo from. Um, And the cost to hire a professional to shoot or create imagery for you. So if you don't, you know, even want to think about selecting images uh, and you'd like your web designer to, you know, source and color balance or great images for you, then that's another cost to consider too. So... Uh, Some some website designers will require you to supply all the photography and that might be from your shoot or that you select stock photography and others will include that as a service. So, Mm. something to think about.
0: Awesome. So, the next thing I want to talk about is website hosting, Mm. right? So, your beautiful new website, you know, content, it needs to live somewhere online and I guess just like you might rent a house to store all your belongings, um, you need to rent some space online to store the website content. Mm -hmm. Now, website hosting is an ongoing cost. Um, and if you're using a platform like WordPress, you can choose where you'd like to host your files. Um, if you're using most other platforms like a Squarespace, Wix, Show It, or AppReference Webflow, these platforms may manage hosting for you.
1: Yes. So the cost of hosting will depend on your provider and the size of your website as well. I think we spend roughly... Two hundred dollars, couple hundred, yeah, US on our hosting every year, just to give you a gauge, you know. Mm. And that might, you know, there's definitely cheaper options out there, but we just love the convenience of Webflow and how easy it is to just set up and edit, and just that peace of mind. So that's our preference. Um, but obviously, you can shop around. You can use something like WordPress and you can pick your own hosting. But that's mm. a rough cost. Um, and just to make sure you've considered it, because not everyone thinks about, oh, hey, I have to host my website. I'm going to have to pay two hundred dollars a year for, for that. Yeah. So, yes.
0: And something um, that brings us on to our next thing, similar domain um, as the hosting, um, it's actually your domain costs. <laughs> like, <laughs> Do you like that? Um, you can tell I'm, I'm slowly begin, beginning uh, becoming a dad. Yes. Um, so, if you want to host, you know, your website on a branded domain like um, yourbusiness.com, mm-hmm. um, you'll need to, you know, pay an annual or biannual fee. Um, and you know, most domains are pretty inexpensive, so you'll probably be looking at. You know, 30 to $50 a year or maybe even less. Yes. So that's another little cost there.
1: Yes. Uh, the next one we wanted to talk about is copywriting. So mm. your website words. So underrated. Your favorite.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so this is where a lot of people with good intentions say, I'll write my own copy because...
0: We've heard that a few times. Haven't we?
1: <laughs> yes. And, you know, that's great. Good intentions. And most people think, oh, I can write. You know, I can write an email, written an essay, (laughs) Um, you know. I was pretty
0: good at English Lit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, but sometimes, you know, when you start looking at the page and you're like, oh, actually, what do I write? And um, you wind up writing maybe two sentences and then staring at a blinking cursor for the next like three (laughs) weeks. That's me. Yes. So honestly, this is what delays a website. I think more than anything else that we've kind of encountered. So your options here are to write your own website words. And this costs the most time and the least money, but know that, you know, even if, you know, you are a great writer or you got top marks in your English lit essays in high school, it won't necessarily make you a great website copywriter. It's a different skill set. And I'm not saying that just because I think you should go and pay someone, but it is actually, um, you know, quite different and something that you need to learn. So um, you're not taught this in school, so don't be expected to to know it, um, but uh, you know, something you're DIYing, I would definitely recommend investing in maybe some resources like a great book or a course to support you uh, and definitely don't get sucked into regurgitating your competitors' copy because that's not fun for anyone Being to no read. No. <laughs> yeah. I suppose the other option... You probably
0: get penalized by Google as well.
1: Yes, definitely. We'll definitely don't <laughs> copy and paste, but some yes. people just look to their competitors for inspiration and, and that's very common, but, you know, uh, probably not advisable. Yep. So the other option, of course, is to hire a copywriter. And there are wonderful website copywriters who can help you decide exactly what to put on each page and write compelling copy that really helps your visitors to take action and reflects your own personality. So
0: Yes, and you're listening to one. Um, there are also some copywriters and editors uh, who do copy editing, um, where you might write a draft and they mark it up with suggestions. Mm-hmm. So this can be you know, a nice, balanced, hybrid approach and can be a little bit less costly.
1: Yes, Exactly.
0: Cool. So that covers copywriting. Um, The next thing um, I want to talk about is everyone's favorite acronym. Mm -hmm. What does SEO stand for, Liz?
1: Search engine optimization. Yes. But people like building their website for the first time, they're just like, what is this?
0: What is SEO? Yeah. And
1: you get those emails from those really spammy SEO people, and they're like, Mm. we can help you get number one rankings. So don't ever use those people, by the way.
0: (laughs) Maybe they should be working on their own SEO. So then, yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) beside the point. Um, So basically, search engine optimization is the process of getting traffic to a website from search engines like Google. So because the content on your website can impact how you're ranked in search engines, sometimes, you know, copywriters and website designers can help you with your SEO. So there's also SEO specialists. So they uh, specialize just in SEO and they can help to optimize your website as well. So um, there's different ways to kind of approach it. So again, this is something that you can do yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, It's perfectly possible to do yourself. You can get, again, great books or courses and, and work it out. Or you can pay someone to support you with with SEO, a specialist um, who can help you get set up there.
0: Yeah, awesome. Uh, the next thing we'd like to talk about is fonts, font licensing specifically. So, if you use paid fonts, it's likely that you're going to need to pay for a web license, even if you already have uh, like a desktop license. So they're separate. Um, and if you're using free fonts like Google Fonts, then you're you're in the clear. You don't really need to worry about that. Off, you know, that's if Google Fonts. Is your preferred um, choice, and you can find quality fonts there. Um, yeah, you won't need to worry about any costs. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the next one is content input. Mm. So,
0: the last one is content input.
1: Yes, the last one, I should <laughs> say. So, remember in the early days of our business, Kane, we did uh, this e commerce website for a brand yeah. that had like 500 product variants. (laughs) Yeah. And we didn't put any limit on the content input in our quote. And so it took us, oh my God, it took took us us a few
0: weekends. It took us
1: so long. Uh, We sucked it up and, you know, we've never made the same mistake again. So good good, uh, good failure (laughs) there. (laughs) So I suppose whether you're inputting team members or things like blog posts or case studies or frequently asked questions, you know, you might have five of these or you might have 500 of these. So, definitely take that into account because each of these takes time to upload. So, and you might need, you know, if you're doing blog posts, you might need to not just copy um, text, but you might need to upload photographs and things like that as well. Mm. So again, you know, you can do it yourself or you can pay someone to input content for you. Um, completely your choice, but it's just worth considering as you weigh up all the different website costs that you have, uh, whether, you know, you want to do this and take the time to do it or you want to hire someone to just get it done for you.
0: Yes, that's definitely a little sneaky one that can you can often often can forget about, you mm-hmm. know, just inputting all those um dynamic items that flow into your website. Um so I think that's it. Um and hopefully we haven't scared, you know, our listeners off from building a website <laughs> yet.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, no,
0: not. <laughs> often, you know, when we browse through websites, um, you know, we don't typically pay attention to all the elements and the amount of work that goes into, you know, each one. And if you never built a website before. You know, you can't be expected to know the ins and outs of how it all comes together without someone telling telling you. So we hope that this episode has opened your eyes a little bit in that regard.
1: Yes. And, you know, maybe get you thinking as well about the time and money that will go into your website. You know, um, maybe it's helped you to identify where you might like to save some money by doing things yourself.
0: Or where you want to hire someone or get some extra support with, right?
1: Yes. And the last thing I want you to remember is it doesn't matter whether you're hiring a professional or building this website yourself. Your website should always, always, always be an investment and not an expense. So really Mm. take the time to plan out what you need uh, for your website. So it's not a sunk cost. You know, your time's really valuable here.
0: Yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, Well, thanks everyone so much for spending your morning or afternoon slash evening with us. We, um, We hope you enjoyed today's episode and if you're not already please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on future brand-led episodes just like this one.
1: Yes, we'll see you next time.